medium last night i did yeah tell me about that what Um, i can't pronounce her last name i'm gonna butcher it's like debbie worger dudikowski it's like this long polish last name but she like graduated from hopkins with like a master's degree and she worked as a federal agent for 25 years um a three-letter agency (laughs) pretty badass and like uh she was legit she was the real deal yeah yeah so that was in Annapolis, right? Yeah. She goes okay. around like Maryland. Well, I know we have some local listeners that, that are yeah. in the, the DMV area. So, and I would yeah. still consider Annapolis the DMV area. And she's participating in a study right now at University of Maryland, I believe, for mediums. They're actually studying medium brains. Shut up. Yes. yes. No way. Yes. You guys, in case you haven't guessed, this is uh, Lexi joining me again. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hanakawa will be, uh, she, we, last I heard, she was actually, she got better, but she had to get on a plane and go to Montana. So <laughs> she's, she'll be back on the ground this weekend. Um, so Lexi's here. Anyway, so so she's getting that studied a medium brain. Like, is this at like where, like in your area of, of school? of the medical no, school or, no, no, no. or like, it, well, there it was, it was either a Virginia college or university of Maryland. Cause there was two different studies she was talking about. She's participating in, but she said that um, they're literally studying brains of mediums and doing research on them. And she thinks within 20 years, they'll be able to kind of bridge the gap between science and medium mediumship to be able to show that people do have an ability. Oh, that's so cool. That is yeah. so cool. I like sounds I, crazy like saying that out loud, but I'm like, no, it's like really cool. What I've no, seen. no, no. I told no, it totally is. Like I have a spiritual um I don't want to say she's like a, a guru, but she's like she's somebody that I'm sort of been developing under and working with. Um and she does like you know, past life readings and um, she's going back in development for mediumship. So she's not doing those publicly right now, but she does a lot of different kinds of readings and stuff like that. And, uh, she's amazing. She's on TikTok. Um, uh, uh Shea Grillo. Oh, maybe cool. I'll link her. Actually, she's going to be on the show. She's going to come on the show and she's going to do an interview and she's going to do readings and stuff. So, nice. um, anyway, um, so <laughs> we either we're going off into woo woo land, but you know, <laughs> Lexi is almost a so explain before we get into the we'll get into the show. I promise we're going to do sister wives, but I want to explain what it is that you're Joe because you're not just getting your like licensed acupuncturist license or whatever it is, right? So I just finished that. So, like in the state of Maryland, in order to become an acupuncturist, you have to have a master's degree and it's a three-year program mm-hmm. with a master's degree. And then I decided because I was ambitious and pregnant to add on the doctorate, <laughs> which is four years. Okay. Um, and so there's like a doctor of acupuncture and a doctor of oriental medicine. And um oriental medicine includes herbs, Chinese herbs. So I'm studying that. So it's like the whole umbrella of Eastern Chinese it's just Chinese but it's also like a mix of different um acupuncture styles that's awesome I I'm a true believer in acupuncture I started going to acupuncture I had a got back in it was when I was in law school I had a, a injury from um shin splints I had a um yeah I was basically I was in ROTC at the time and it was a whole thing and I was just running I was told by the navy doctor to run through shin splints that's how mm-hmm. you would do because you know that was smart ended <laughs> up ended up having surgery on it, but in the lead up to, I did end up having surgery, having to have the surgery. But prior to that, I'd gone and there's a, there's a school, there was a school in San Diego, um, one of the college, like, and so their, their clinic was very inexpensive, you know? So I went there because it's all like, I guess you guys, you know, <laughs> finishing you do up. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Finishing, they're finishing up or they're paying back intern hours or, you know, whatever it is. So there are all these people who know what they're doing and all this stuff. And it's really inexpensive. So I was going there regularly and they had a guy who was like specialized in sports medicine and all this stuff. And he, um, really helped me and he gave me like a poultice, like put over my injury and like the things that did, like all this stuff. So i like, that was like, I want to say probably 30 years ago. 
oh, was wow. my first foray into acupuncture. Um, and I've been a true believer ever since. I love it. Um, I actually have one locally here because um, my insurance actually pays for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so it's been, so I, I I haven't been in a while because I've been in this physical therapy program, but, um, but you need to hurry up and get licensed so I can come see you. I know Instead I have to going out to like Fairfax or Annandale. I'll just go, I'll go East instead of North. You just meet me on the line, the Virginia, Maryland line. Right. 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 Meet somewhere in the Maryland well, side. I mean, traffic on a, like a normal day without like traffic is like just the drive time is what, like 40 minutes. Give or take. Um, it really depends. I mean, I got from Annapolis to Aspen Hill in 40 minutes this morning, which was crazy at five a- or 6am. Mm-hmm. which never happened. So I would say Alexander, I mean, yeah, it's about 45 minutes, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not terrible. It's actually, no. I mean, and yeah, it's a pretty drive too. So yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, anyway, sorry, you guys, <laughs> a little foray off into there, um, into law. This is Friday night. It's 8 PM. This is what you get. <laughs> um we're here to talk about sister wives uh episode four um episode three is going to be published just as soon as we're done recording because it just saw it hit my email box from our producer downstairs um (laughs) come on i'm like get with the producing put your producing pants on let's go let's go no actually my um baby frauded is in town um he's on fall break from college. I mean, we still call him baby frauded, right? Um, he's, he and his girlfriend both are here, um, on fall break. So they, they came in last night and then we all went out to lunch, uh, late lunch today after I was done working and, um, and all this stuff. So it was like after that, and then he took his nap because of course he has to be at work at 3 AM. So he's, you know, was all, I'm like, come on, let's get produce. Um, no blowjob this week. If you don't produce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> so that'll be posted as soon as we're done here um but we are going to talk sister wives um episode four which is what did i even wrote it down what is the i'm so sorry i'm all over the place um oh i didn't write the name of this one down oh and then there were three that's what it is Episode four, and then there were three. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we open this episode with uh, McKelty giving birth to Avalon and Christine talking about how cute it is that Tony is such a good father. Um, and so, you know, they're at home birth and everything is fine. And, and she's just talking about what a good, you know, what a good father figure, blah, 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 blah. And then Couch Christine is shown talking about, oh, I have to tell the family. I have to tell the sister wives. <laughs> uh, you're mute over there. No. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was like, okay, what's happening next? <laughs> I need to drink more water. I'm too yeah. mm-hmm. I had sorry. a fun so night then, So then we go out to uh, Cody at Cody Pass and he's climbing on a bunch of logs again this time instead of a pile of dirt or hitting a log he's like climbing logs <laughs> like it's something was a pile of poop but yeah it's at one point manly task and he's talking about how they've had the property for three years but they haven't done so much as like figure out property lines and shit like <laughs> I have a real issue with this because I've been saying it forever, right? Like they bought this property and they all moved out there and they haven't done dick with it, right? And this is actually a theme of the episode where Janelle, you know, is like, we got to shit or get off the pot. And this is me shitting. (laughs) Y'all can can do whatever, but I'm going to go move on to the goddamn property that we bought, which I always said, like, why the fuck did they move from Vegas? Why did they stay in Vegas? If they weren't going to build property, I wonder if it had anything to do with COVID, like with the materials and like everything, everyone being short on stuff and late. I don't know. Remember, it doesn't sound like they've even started anything because he's like, oh, we had to divide lot lines and, you know, it was four and now we're going to go to five. But then, of course, now they don't need to be five. And how, you know, and and the way that he was talking about it when when Janelle's talking about how she put the deposit down on the RV and all of this stuff. 
he's talking about how you know to do this and do you know all of this stuff is you know needs to happen and he was talking about yeah dividing property lines and they don't have any water yet and they don't have gas because when they were talking about whether she had hookups at her house you know or hookups for the for the rv or whatever like no there's no water there's no electricity there's nothing <laughs> they haven't done dick <laughs> well christine sounds like she's the lucky one she's getting out of that right but like the whole concept of like they bought this property for them all to live on, but then they move to Flagstaff and they get further away. Yeah. And then they're still not living. Like they, they did all this and all of this happened with them moving to all these houses and all the stress with the houses for them to still not live on the goddamn property that they yeah. bought three years ago. Why That's couldn't they just time. stay in Vegas? Yeah. I mean, I haven't cleaned out a closet in three years, but like it's not property lines. It's just like, something different you know they are the stupidest are real estate decision makers that i've ever seen <laughs> i don't know anything about flagstaff i have absolutely no idea about the area how expensive it is i do know i get on zillow every day and just like pick random places in the u.s to see where i could afford to live which is <laughs> anywhere but the dc area except anywhere for but the DC area. god <laughs> yeah. so i don't know about flagstaff though i should look it up yeah, um, I think Starcasm has a whole thing. She, he's, she's also mapped out all the properties to show where oh, they really? all, where all their current houses and stuff are. Yeah, if you go to Starcasm, like the Instagram page, and then, um, yeah, I know she's got all that information. Wow, <laughs> people are so thorough. That's yeah, unbelievable. Asia, Asia at Starcasm, she's very thorough, and when when there's court records involved. She's got him itemized. I like I've gone to her and be like, hey, can you let me know what this is on whatever Jeffrey's case or something? And she's got him like cataloged and itemized. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she pull them right up for me. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. And then um <laughs> all right. So uh, after Janelle drops the bomb on him that she's getting the RV and all of this stuff. Um and then Couch Cody is saying, what's going to happen with Christine? Is she just going to give us her her lot? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, obviously, she's not going to want to live there, you dolt. But, and she says as much uh, later in the episode. <laughs> like, right. is she just going to give it to you? <laughs> she's not dumb. <laughs> Can we also talk about um, Cody and his receding hairline that he's trying to hide with the visor? I didn't even notice. I wasn't. What? Thinking... <laughs> it's so I, bad. I literally missed that. It's when so was he wearing... bad. It's so bad. Uh, his hairline is like halfway down. This head is like up here, like where my headphones are. Uh huh. Like up here, and he's wearing like this visor. <laughs> trying to. We've it. all seen like the slow progression of the hair loss. Just run with it. Cut it. Let's like, you know, live live in it. Who cares? I know, but it's Cody. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, he wouldn't be young, virile man, man in charge of his house if he didn't have that. The patriarch of the family. Oh, God. <laughs> so then um, they also talk more about her needing a truck because she bought the, the, the RV or the fifth wheel without being able, without transportation, being able to pull it. So now, as Cody says, <laughs> she bought the cart, but not the horse. What did uh, Christine say about his truck? She said oh, she made wussy. Like, wussy was truck. Wussy. <laughs> I always knew he had a wussy truck. Oh <laughs> sure, my God. it's just his truck you're talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wussy truck. Oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that was funny. That made me giggle. <laughs> so yeah, Janelle is basically like, "Look, we've been here for three years." I'm going to move on to the property. I don't give shit what the rest of you do, but I'm going to move on the property. Okay. So I get to, you know, I want to live in an RV. It's fun. You know, it's exciting. I've always wanted to do this. You don't have to, I mean, you can some stay with me every once in a while, <laughs> but, but this is what I want and I'm going to be on my property. So yeah. Um, and then <laughs> And then, so then they show Couch Cody and he's doing, he's sitting on the couch, you know, talking about how, well, in a plural marriage, a wife is either she's with you or she fights against you. Oh, like, yeah. What, what is, first of all, what? I mean, 
And then he said something like, and Christine was complacent or something like that. Christine was usually fairly compliant, but then she wanted to go to Utah and then the family didn't want to go to Utah and Christine suddenly become very independent. Compliant. Yes, that was, uh, yeah, that was an interesting conversation. (laughs) To the least, I was like, oh, okay. So he's basically just stating what we've all been thinking and knowing. Mm-hmm. But he's actually verbalizing it now. Yeah, it's even more so. It's kind of like what we were talking about last time is that, um, it, yeah, like the words that are coming out of his mouth are all things that we've all said, screaming mm-hmm. at the TV, but he they've always like pretended those weren't the real reasons. And now he's actually saying the words and the word choice he uses here, I think, and you see it peppered throughout. And I mentioned this, I think the last episode too, is he his word choice is very indicative of all of that internalized, not even internalized anymore. Now externalized misogyny and patriarchy and all of that, um, that he absolutely. Has. <sighs> yeah. I'm surprised like out of nowhere, he's just like, now it's like verbal diary of everything that he's been, that we've all known. It's just like, what happened that actually made him say this start- stuff on camera? Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm like he puts on such a facade of like you know the perfect life well he used to at least and now mm-hmm. it's like well this is how it is and he's using those words i just never would have thought he would uh, have spoken about the situation mm-hmm. with family like that so yeah the stuff that he says during the conversation with the whole all the moms all the wives um yeah. And, and so, but before that, so he's still talking about, oh yeah, Christine used to be compliant. Um, Mary always worked with me pretty well. <laughs> and, and then he was like, Queen Robin has always been, you know, super submissive, basically. She just fit right into the family because, you know, she listened to everything I said and did. Um, and then he, and I don't know necessarily what the point of this commentary was but he says that each wife has a breaking point where they don't want to do what the other wives are doing and that janelle has hit that point before hmm. i didn't understand like what the hell was the, was the point is he trying to say like janelle being impulsive and getting this rv even though nobody else cares or wants it or whatever like that's her just doing that because she's going on on her own like i couldn't put it together but yeah I'm i didn't know sure. if i was missing something on that yeah i don't know actually (laughs) and i'm even trying to remember the earlier episodes even though it was a year ago that i binged them all but i uh i'm trying to remember the history of like just that kind of interaction if that makes sense with all of them i don't remember yeah i don't know then uh they go to couch janelle saying that sometimes cody doesn't listen like she tells him all these things that Cody doesn't listen. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Water is wet. News at 11. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and then Christine is recapping the Zoom call about Cody never asking or wanting Isabel to stay home. Mm-hmm. So they're recapping that conversation that was the previous episode. And Cody talks in a circle and this, this whole thing breaks my heart because it's just more and more of the words that he's using this verbal diarrhea about that, that verbalizes all the things that he, you know, has not let us know, let us in on, I guess is because like, he doesn't like the older kids. Like he doesn't want to have anything to do with them. He doesn't want to quote unquote babysit his own kids. So this now he's saying how like, he said, okay. He talks in a circle talking about how Isabel says he's never there. So in his mind, she might as well go back to school because he's not there. So it's like this weird, stupid, circular logic. of Yeah, he's not there. So she might as well go back to school. But she's going back to school because he never asked her because he's never there. (laughs) Yeah, it's just an excuse. It really is. It's sad. And, and then, I get, well, I do, I do understand when he said, you know, that she has older friends, it's her senior year and yeah. I get that, but you still need to communicate and, and talk to your daughter about where she stands and where you are and what your expectations are, because that's your daughter. Right. She I wants, mean, she just wants to know that you want her to stay home, even, you know, that you would want her to course. stay, you know, just, just to ask, you know, I'll say yeah. no anyway, but just ask me, you know? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was sad. And then, yeah. And then he's like talking about how, but with Brianne, you know, Robin's kid, they had a conversation about it. She's he's like his choice of words. Again, we had a conversation about it. You know, me and Brianne had a conversation about it versus, well, they, you know, Isabel's mom, Christine tells me I'm never there. So I'm never going to be there. And she can just go back to school. And I think he said something like, I talked to Brianne about it, but then Robin and I decided we were going to keep her home or something like that. So it was like, yeah. Okay. And it's Sorry. it's just so clear, his choice of words about where his preferences lie. And it's like, God, yeah, that sucks so bad. It makes you go back to like um, Janelle's sons telling Cody they want nothing to do with him because yeah. of he treats everybody. Mm-hmm. So then we go to couch Janelle talking about being impulsive and how that's out of character for her. So she's like, she says, Oh, I'm going to go tell everybody that I bought a trailer. Cody, they're all sitting in their circle in their camping chairs, six feet apart. Cody is shaping, shaking that stupid fucking MLM pink drink that they show on <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> like, is that as much product product placement as you could get in this? Is that it? Is that as much as you could get? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Janelle's telling everybody about, and she's just so excited about this. And, da, 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 da. and then they show all the wives' responses. Robin's response to the army news is like, I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Mm, duh. If you what? can see her face mm. right now, it literally is like, huh? Uh, mm. <laughs> and then Mary says, Oh my God, I would never buy anything sight unseen. Says the woman who sells LuLaRoe online on Facebook to people at home who've not seen the things. Oh, see, I don't even know what they do. Like, I I know you mentioned like the uh, MLM stuff, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know what exactly they... Yeah, so Mary sells LuLaRoe Mm -hmm. and Christine and Janelle and Maddie, I think, all sell um uh plexus or something like that something oh gotcha one of those shakes gotcha. nutrition and they're like your nutrition coach or something I don't oh. um so yeah mary's saying i would never buy anything aside on scene <laughs> except First of all, Janelle works her ass off right so yeah. she's working full-time she's again like a single mom she's doing it all if she wants to buy an rv i said go for it she's been sitting back and like Doing whatever the hell Cody wants her to do for a while. Like, mm-hmm. if she wants to do it, do it. Let her do it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they go on and they talk about the timeline. And and Janelle's talking about it. She wants to be, you know, she expects to be in the RV for a year. Um, Cody says the idea is for Janelle to have a casita by December, which, you know, so winterized and all that, I guess. Um, and then they go to Mary on the couch and it was like, I don't know why she's trying so hard to sell this to us. It's not like we're going to be living there with her like we did in the olden days when we all lived together. And I'm just thinking like, Mary, I don't know, maybe she's just fucking excited about it and wants you yeah. guys to be happy for her, like a normal range of human emotion. That's what I'm saying. Mary is just like one tone kind she's of flatlined. Yes, she does not care. I totally thought about that when I was like, oh, my God, she just is excited. She wants to show. <laughs> like, yeah. let yourself feel an emotion yeah yeah that's a really good example of that of her flatlining mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's just a really expensive outhouse says mary um <laughs> i guess they go out it sounded like because they're talking about like fire circles and stuff out there and it sounds like they go out and like sit around a fire and stuff there frequently and they need a bathroom um how big is their plot <laughs> Like, how big is their land? Do they have a, like, I don't really know. Is it big? It's pretty big. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's enough to divide it, subdivide it into five different plots to put I five mean, like, different houses. I mean, like, big enough that they can't walk to use a restaurant. Well, I guess they don't have any water or toilets. Or... There's nothing. There's, There's nothing, nothing there. there. There's holes in the ground. Right. <laughs> it's old school camping. Yeah. <laughs> um. So she's like, oh, I was always talking about putting a bathroom out there. And now we have, we'll have one when we go and do fire circles. We can eat and all this stuff. <laughs> whatever so then couch christine is like i have no intention of living on the property and i don't want it it's additional stress that i don't want to have in my life and my god that is that like the best examples of boundary setting that i've seen in a while she's yeah. like i don't want that stress in my life 
So I don't want anything to do with it. Obviously, legally, she'll have to figure out what that's all if she has a legal right to any of it. You know, bring up a good point. I'm wondering. I mean, I don't think Cody on his income alone, I don't know what his income is, can actually take out whatever, you know, it costs to have the five plots. Like, what is the mortgage? Like, what is the land cost? Can he do it alone? I doubt it. I mean, five plots, big lots. I mean, that's a significant amount of money, I would assume. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I should have looked it up is what they paid for that property. You know, and then, you know, they have to develop it. But when, like, they have right. to develop it, they have to develop it. You know, there's nothing. That's going to be so much money to develop. I know. And they've been living in these other houses that they've either bought or rented for three years. Like, why didn't they stay in fucking Vegas if they weren't going to live on the property? <laughs> That's why all these other houses. <laughs> and I don't and know how much rentals to- are. Yeah, I don't know how much rentals are in Flagstaff. But mm-hmm. here, I mean, you're spending three times, four times mm-hmm. a mortgage. And Somehow. they still had the houses in Vegas that hadn't sold. Yeah. Wow. I, I wonder if Janelle was like, I'm getting an RV. Like, I'm saving my money. I'm doing right. my own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my name. <laughs> and Garrison or whatever is going to bring his trailer and park it there too. And <laughs> we'll there you go. So then we go to the telling our sister wives that, that we're leaving conversation. So Christine is talking about how she wants it private for now. So they're filming it on their phones versus having the production crew all there. Um, And I thought that was kind of cool. It was like, you know, obviously they, you know, released it. It was like a year later, you know, now on the, on the show. But um, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, I do too, because here's what happens. So you set up a production and I, we've done diaries and things like that, where, you know, you use your own phone Um, and there's always a producer there via another phone. So and I hate to say it, but they're constantly interrupting or, you know, hey, move the camera or, hey, let me check this out. Let me do. So it completely can ruin any sort of moment. Mm-hmm. And what she had to say was important. So it was more raw and real again, because it was just here it is. Here's, you know, nobody interrupting, nobody yeah. getting in the way of what she needed to say. So I thought that was cool, too. Yeah. And it's something that we don't see on other um a lot, you know, some other reality shows. You're like, why? If this is a real raw conversation, why the fuck are you having it on camera? Yeah, you know, some sometimes I've seen things, and you know, it's like they made that choice to have that on camera or whatever they did, you know, and to see Christine make that decision or all of them or however it was, you know, um, make that decision. You know, I just, I just, I just give her all the credit in the world. She and you know not. what? I, I don't know what she was thinking, but I mean, after how many years of being on a TV show and being in the public eye and they do have fans, right? They've got people that are rooting for them. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if she did it because she wanted people to know what was going on. And it was like, you know, we've opened up our doors to you all for how many years? Like mm-hmm. you, and not that you have the right to know what's going on because obviously like they can choose what they want right, to talk right. about or not. But I mean, it's almost like an invitation to that. Like, like the fans not deserve it, but well, yeah, but I get what you're you know, saying though. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, you know, she felt like she owed it to him, but not in an entitled way. Right. Like, you know, like, I feel like it's, it's fair and it's okay for me to share this with these people who've shared this journey with us for so long. Like, Yeah. And plus she's in the right. We all know we're all rooting for her. Like, <laughs> I I know, right? You know what I mean? Like, look, 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 look what's happening. Like, I'm the <laughs> motherfucker. sorry. <laughs> um so christine starts off and says just plain and simply she's decided to leave and the cameraman flashes to mary who's looking down at the ground like she's ashamed as fuck and i'm just like oh you're trolling her um and then cody of course sits there like a fucking bump on a log Christine says that she made a decision to have joy and peace in her life and that she hadn't had any hope until she decided to leave. And I was like, yeah, I felt that. Like, say it, say it loud. Um, And then they go to Robin and her very, her face, her face is all bunched up. Um, And she she was like, no, I was so worried that that's what this was. Um, She's like, I knew you packed a shit, but like, I didn't know like you were really going to go through with it. Uh, and she's like as a woman come on 
you pack somebody's shit they're out there i mean it's over if yeah out, but it stops outside like in the garage completely packed up right <laughs> <sighs> here's your sign like here's i know right but but robin would never consider leaving even you know even though she's got whatever like she has done it before you know which she actually comes back to but (laughs) um so then couch robin and her like so her like do you notice her hair her curls this time Mm -hmm. on this episode they're very um they reminded me of like is it the hasidic jews that have those curls that come right down the ones up front yeah her whole head was like that oh i didn't even see you're catching all the good stuff see i didn't even it's the years of experience i didn't pay attention to hair well now you're get on it i know um so then they flash yeah so robin and mary are both saying they're still processing janelle's like yeah i knew it was coming obviously we've talked about it we're like besties but uh she did say she's like yeah it's hard to know it's actually happening um and then cody which god what an asshole he can't even like be a united front with christine on this he's still like antagonistic towards her right he questions whether christine chose chooses this time to tell them because of janelle's housing issue because christine is like do you want to rent this place you know and then so cody's like oh did you just bring this up now because janelle has this housing issue because her house is being sold or whatever like cody can't you just no you can't i i don't know why i even asked the question you can't stand by christine no matter what right and it seems like christine's been so cordial and respectful and approach like she has come Mm -hmm. with like everything in a positive and just straightforward way she's not even being aggressive or mean i mean she really is just trying to have peace it seems like yeah for real and and she's thought all of this stuff through because she has an answer for everything yeah um because then janelle and i feel i don't know i feel like this was like what doesn't seem like an organic janelle thing because i feel like she would know this already but she's like but what about the children won't somebody think of the children right um and and i feel like that's not really a janelle thing so maybe that was a producer plant because i feel like that's more of a robin thing or mary thing Uh uh-huh um but whatever so janelle asked that and um she's like and christine of course is ready right there she's like yeah you know it's it's gonna be different it's gonna look different and um you know i'm i you know i'm gonna take truly with me to utah i'm also moving to utah by the way i'm not just leaving cody but i'm moving to utah and taking truly um and then they show mary saying if women are not married to the same man they aren't a sister wife and i'm like (laughs) yeah so it just i i was trying to figure out another one of those why is this placement why is this placed here right i think i mean my thought was maybe that um because mary's only identity is that of a sister wife right because she's like she she doesn't really have her marriage with cody anymore and then so her only identity is since she can't be herself she her only identity is that really of a sister as a sister wife at least she still has those because she hasn't left the the, the family yet so yeah. she still has that so if they're not if, she, if christine's not a sister wife then like that's the only world she knows right like but the thing is she wasn't even that close to christine and janelle so right. it's like but it's like why amazing. would that be the issue that mary brings up right then right yeah yeah i mean because she was saying it's black and white to me like if you leave the husband then you're no longer a sister wife well what if you're in a marriage but you're not a sister wife because you're not acting like one like i don't understand like sister wives are supposed to help each other and i just feel like she's isolated herself so i don't know i think yeah but but she in her eyes i think she's still sister wife because she's she's never she hasn't left cody right so so in her eyes she's still a sister wife and that's she's clinging on to that with like all of her might right because that's yeah. the only thing she has now yeah um, i don't know that's the only her reason daughter why I hasn't or I, like or you said she may be transgender i didn't look that up i don't know if she oh no we didn't look that know. up about so they i don't want to like again say the wrong thing um but i would feel like that they would like get her out like that's such an unhealthy situation that they would at least try to i'm curious to know the dynamics between um, them and, and yeah and yeah. Cody and the whole family now i don't know yeah i don't know if they showed any of that this season i think they showed some last season of them all interacting 
but or maybe it was the season before i can't remember um it was a couple seasons ago pre-covid maybe um but they yeah they did they did show them interacting but it maybe it was via zoom or something i don't know um in any case yeah i don't think we've seen any of that this season so i'm not sure then robin looks over at cody like you're just gonna let this happen like <laughs> you just snorted you just snorted spit your drink out <laughs> spit out the plexus you're just gonna let this happen you know again <laughs> word choice matters right and yeah, then that has everything i mean that right there you're just gonna let this happen and then she says about christine like are you sure you know are you sure like for one that you're gonna leave him and that and do you know what this means and i just found that so insulting like yes motherfucker no oh oh you mean if i leave it means i'm leaving all of you guys yes motherfucker right. i know exactly what right it means. you mean i can find a man that treats me with respect and gives me love and affection and like, have a healthy relationship to, to ask her if she hasn't thought about that stuff like oh shut up robin yeah <sighs> yeah and then mary says she's not happy and it makes her angry why projecting much <laughs> yeah <laughs> um she's mad because she can't be christine so she can't that would mean that she's supposed to be leaving also and she can't face that so she has to be mad at her instead yeah um I'm for mary i really am i hope she finds the strength within herself to get the hell out yeah get her catfished again just to make her wake up yeah. um and then, <laughs> then they go to the whole truly 50 50 custody conversation that was comical but sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what did, what did she whole... say she was like, you could have had fucking 50 50 custody here <laughs> when you were here but you didn't you're not gonna get it now you haven't been around enough for that she says um <sighs> Yeah, so so you have a few choice comments from Cody saying you're not going to stop me from being in her life, and she's like, "Of course, I, I ain't trying to, buddy." But he's, you know, having to oh, puff up. I'm big, as we see later in his patriarchy king, the head of the household comments. Um, he's, you know, having to puff himself up for his other wives because now he looks emasculated because his wife is stronger than more independent than he is as this beta male, and she's up and leaving him. So now he has to look big, bad in front of his other wives. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, so this whole thing about truly, um, and the 50, 50 custody and just, and he's of course, like, you know, it's his ego. He's trying to assert his dominance, all those, I want my 50, 50 and no, she's staying here and all this stuff. And no, no. Mm -mm. and, and I just, I actually just reposted something the other day on my Instagram talking about how it's like an article about how, Yeah cody doesn't see truly so it's like shock before we did this i was actually going to calculate the amount of hours he sees her a week and i forgot because my brain is just so full but um so let's say he sees her twice a week maybe once for maybe three hours after school and then before she goes to bed maybe let's say six hours a week okay how does he think you're going from six hours a week to 50 50 custody (laughs) i know right six hours a week i mean and they all know he's full of shit and and well except for robin probably but every we all everybody else knows he's full of shit you know and he but he's just saying it because he's got to puff up his ego and and look big you know male dominant in front of his other wives even though they don't care but mary cares and well janelle doesn't care but robin i guess for robin (sighs) that's 288 hours a year okay she's calculated that real quick y'all what was that <laughs> so she just calculated that right i quick, did y'all. because i'm curious i'm like 288 hours a year excuse my math if that's not correct but i think i just did it really quick but um that's like that's sad mm-hmm. that's that's just awful yeah and that's what that's part of what i think christine why christine felt is not in love with him you know, she she sees him being an absentee father. Of course, we see Cody in one of his couch conversations trying to say, well, that's what you married into. You married plural marriage. Like, 
not going to be around as much. But she's like, even for that, no, like that's not that's not what the issue is here. You know, you have all of this other opportunity to see your kids and this and that. And I'm sure that's part of the reason she doesn't love them anymore, yeah. you know, and and so now him puffing up his chest being all, oh, yeah, I want 50 50. You don't, you motherfucker. You already said in the earlier episode that you don't babysit your kids because it's cheaper, it's better, to, easier to pay somebody else to watch your kids than it is for you to spend time with them. So yeah, why maybe do you it's want a child. Like, it's probably a child support thing. He probably just doesn't want to pay. Um, if he's even on the birth certificate, whatever. Right. Right. I think she probably doesn't care and just wants to wash her hands of all of it. But that's what I'm thinking. She just wants a healthy. A healthy life for truly full of love and healthy just, dynamic. Yeah. 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 I don't think she's the type of woman that's going to run around, like run away with her and not let her see her father ever again. That's not that. No, no. But, no. um, and then, um, yeah. So then Cody says something about how convoluted this is. And it's like, it's, it's, it's not that convoluted actually. She just doesn't like you no more. Um, then they're talking about the kids. Christine says truly basically is closest to Janelle's kids anyway, not Robin's. Because Robin's like, oh, no, what? Oh, no, what about that kid's relationships? Or, you know, however she talks. And then. That was actually a pretty good impression. <laughs> actually, not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's what Christine's basically like. Yeah, truly doesn't really like your kids that much. So. <laughs> you know um not really she said she she's closest she said it in a much more positive way she's like she's closest to and then names off all these kids that are not robin's kids yeah um and then couch cody what are you talking about that you know this is home just because you have the urge to get up and go somewhere i don't get it this is too convoluted just because she has the urge to get up and go somewhere like it's just like a fucking passing like momentary like pregnancy craving no <laughs> is she supposed to just lay around or sit around all day waiting for him to come over to then maybe just spend the night and maybe yeah. lay in the same bed but not even touch or be any yes have any kind of that's exactly that what she, right is that how she's supposed to live her life like that's exactly what prisoner? cody wants her to do <laughs> because to do anything else would just blow to cody's ego right absolutely yeah it's just <laughs> and then mary says christine has always been unhappy and angry but it's disappointing to me and i'm like do you hear yourself if if you're you're saying that that christine's always been unhappy yeah but it's disappointing that she's doing something about it you hear yourself mary do you hear yourself of course she's angry of course she's angry well i mean and she's also an Aries like me. So even if you don't believe in Zodiac stuff, it's just funny because we're just very angry. We get angry easily. But um, <laughs> I get it. Like if somebody pisses you off, like, I mean, it's one thing too what he did to her, but then the children, that's a whole other level of mm-hmm. just disrespect. And I would be fuming. Um, so of course she's gonna be angry. Why is Mary bringing that up? But yes, she's angry. Yeah. Um, and then Cody says, what, <laughs> what do you gain by leaving us? <laughs> he says that in i know right everything (laughs) and then this couch coat he so he says that in the circle and then um they they show him his i think it's couch cody saying he's never understood her need to move she's not part of the church she's not part because she doesn't you know she sort of left the church part she she's not a polygon part of the polygamous community she's never understood his need her need to move unless there's some guy that she wants to date there she doesn't want talking about the guy i know he is literally blaming everything else except himself yes covid it's religion it's for marriage it's some other dude we in law school we used to call that the sod defense the some other dude defense (laughs) some other dude defense (laughs) no but it's true it's like okay even if she had another guy which i don't whatever i don't think she does but whatever get the like who cares you've given her nothing you've given her nothing it's all his ego it's all this patriarchy bullshit ego i know i can't imagine sitting back and like trying to be super like intimate and and positive and like oh to my husband oh let me rub your feet let me make you dinner let me do this when they've done nothing for me like it's a supposed to be a partnership like not some patriarchal like just bullshit it's crazy i don't know i don't know (laughs) i'm getting heated now 
yeah, we, we like, <laughs> we like heated boxy. Um, <laughs> so then Robin asked Christine if she still believes in plural marriage and Christine with the very, um, politicky answer. I was going to say was politically like, correct answer. Yeah. It was like, it was like, yeah, well for certain people and if it's their positive testimony and if that's what works for them, then okay. And then Robin's like, well, what about you? Is it right for you? And she's like, nope. Nope. Yeah. She said it so calmly too. Yeah. She's so, so assured, so strong, self-assured. Yes. And then we yeah. go into the patriarchy speech. <laughs> Cody must have felt his balls being yanked out of the bottom of his body and through the ground of that fucking property because he suddenly is like, I'm big man. I'm everybody needs to conform to me as being the head of the house. No one's going to circumvent me and you'll all bound down to me in the great patriarchy. I'm at a place in my life. I will not be disrespected, blah, blah, blah. Disappointed in how I managed this and I should have taken the reins, but I felt your independence was better. And then we lost community and I'm not going to let it happen again. Oh my God. If you don't bow down to me, then I'm just not going to have you have you around. Chanel's like, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't the agreement we had at the beginning. <laughs> Which I believe because he seems like a narcissist. I mean, he seems like a manipulative narcissist. So mm -hmm. I'm sure he he painted a picture much differently than what mm -hmm. it, you know. It's all happened. about you. Like they always say, right? It's all about the women and the women's choice and their wives' choice about other wives. And it's all about them and all these really beta. Do you notice they're all real beta males? <laughs> a lot of them. No, are. you're right. You're absolutely I feel like right. A lot of them are. So they, they, but they, they, they say this, they paint this picture to like, everybody out here all of us but then this patriarchy speech comes up and then like that's like the real man behind the mask as it were like the scooby-doo kids just you know pulled the mask off right oh yeah. god i'm aging myself here i'm old that's a great show <laughs> i'm old um yeah so yeah and then so yeah, you said Janelle says she didn't sign up for this. And then he's like, Oh yeah, he she was bending her will to mine and he she knew this, which I, I'm with you. I don't think that's the conversation that happened. Not at all. No. Um, and so she's just like, whatever, you know. Typical Free Janelle was like, Yeah. <laughs> Free Janelle. Well, my thing is too, like once I'm I'm I don't know if Janelle will actually leave. I really don't. I she think won't. her and Mary May, whatever, but it'll be interesting to see if he doesn't take on another wife because all of his kids are growing up and he needs that constant cry, like nanny. tension and yes. The nanny. The na <laughs> what does the <laughs> nanny do? Right? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and then Robin, <laughs> and we end the show with Robin sitting on the couch going, oh my God, everybody get better. Better, better sort of like realizes i feel like in this conversation this statement she's talking to about like mary and janelle basically saying like we all need to like make they need to understand what's happening and conform basically and she's like because this is a really big deal you know <laughs> you said it just like the, the accents danielle has the same accent she yes, says she does yes she says that i, I yes it's like a that I midwestern guess. yes deal? I'm like what deal it's deal? a big deal deal I'm like i love it um yeah so i feel like that statement that she's talking about she's talking to the like, the other women saying otherwise basically like um if if you don't conform then the whole the rest of us are gonna blow up too and we can't have Ooh, excuse me <laughs> and then we can't have that so on scenes from next time, I'm going to see the RV. You have Janelle, Janelle saying it's massive. And then you have Cody saying it's so small. And then you flash to Mary saying Mary doesn't want an RV pad. Oh <laughs> and God. I was here at the very beginning. I helped start this family. And it's like, oh, there, there she goes. There the next episode goes. looks good. It does yeah. look good. Yeah, we get to see Mary doing making unreasonable house demands again, apparently. And this whole thing about her being there at the very beginning to help start the family. It's like, oh, more glimpse into her psyche about why she's staying, right? Yeah. She already let herself get divorced from Cody. Like she can't actually leave, too. She loses all the rest that. of her identity. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I mean, if I get divorced, it's because I'm leaving you. Not, I mean, that's, well, I would never be in a polygamy. What, what am I even talking about? It's <laughs> <laughs> so let's ask you, how would you handle this situation now? For me, <laughs> have you watched Seeking Sister Wife? I've seen episodes here and there, and that okay. just looks like a complete dumpster. I, I saw the last season with the uh, people that had the Brazilian chick that she just like took ten thousand dollars and then yeah, I guess yeah. the Mary Fields. <laughs> yeah, what a hot mess! I need to start. That was large that. wife? No, no, oh. she was small wife. Sorry, the Brazilian was small wife. He literally called, last season called her small wife and large wife. What? Yes. Oh my god! I got so his wife is so good. Yeah, I've seen episodes and I'm just like, what is this show? And the one dude, I know the one dude doesn't work and he just sits around all day while like the other four women work and mm-hmm, they are the ones that share bed. <laughs> yeah, what is <laughs> up with these people? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But so, okay, so this is episode four of Sister Wives. The other show we are currently watching um, is sins of our mother the Lori yes. ballow story on netflix um so that will be coming up and um we're looking at some other stuff maybe bling ring maybe some other things um and uh we'll be back at you um yeah that's it that's it that's all we got good night well, thanks bye Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.